Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. I'm riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. No, I can't cross the road. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm so happy here, cuz. I'm just riding on my bike. Good morning. Welcome to Yarra Bosco Users Group Radio for Monday, the 30th of March 2020. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners from the land from which we transmit people powered radio. Thank you, Democracy Now! for the previous hour of current affairs. My name's Chris, and I'm doing my level best to broadcast uh, content on 3CR from the confines of my front room and a large blanket to uh, act as a dampening device. So, I'm doing my level best to uh, keep things on air. So, on today's show, I'm going to be talking to Philip Manners, who many would know from his long career as either a transport planner or at City of Burundara. And we're going to be talking about finding your way. During this unprecedented um, virus pandemic, and uh, if you ever thought about getting on a bike and you're not too sure about the right way of going about it, Phil's here to help. So after the break, we'll be talking about planning your ride. Community radio is your antidote to social isolation. Stay connected and listen to 3CR. 855 AM, 3CR digital and streaming and podcasting online at 3cr.org.au. My name's Philip. I'm a transport planner at um, Darapin City Council. It's my day job. I also make maps in my spare time. Um, I'm a keen bike rider. I ride pretty much every day, wherever I can. And um, I was also a councillor at Burundara um, from 2012 to 2016. So I've spent a lot of time in local government and in transport. With this COVID-19 crisis we've got at the moment, and it's impacting upon transport and how people get around if they need to, you noticed a pretty big vulnerability with uh, some of the apps that people might use if they weren't too sure about you know, where they were riding or the quickest or direct, most direct route. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've seen a lot of new riders out there. Um, anecdotally, a lot of people have been saying, I'd like to ride or I need to ride now because I want to avoid public transport mainly to get where I need to go, but I don't know how. And a lot of people are using things like Google Maps, which are not built well for bike wayfinding. So the example I used was sending people down the Eastern Freeway, as one example. Uh, it recommends roads that aren't safe or aren't as safe for people riding, uh, for example, major arterial roads without any bike lanes. And so newer riders who aren't 
as experienced might not know the things that more experienced riders do about what how to choose a safe route or where it might be. So a lot of these apps are sending people on what is what are unsafe unsafe ways of getting around. Yeah, because that's um, going back uh, a week ago. We had like two riders killed in one day. Mm. And that was to do with trucks and uh, just to build in the, uh, just trying to bring into the conversation that if you're not sure what's the best way to go or the, you know, the most practical way to ride and trying to stay off um, busy streets because at the moment uh, people's behaviour because of the crisis we're going through can be either that they're either distracted or, you know, just a little bit more agitated than normal and I'm trying you know trying to pull in not make people feel unsafe but if you're going to ride let's let's kind of build in something that's you know ride to something that you feel comfortable with yeah definitely and for yeah for someone who's been riding around for a while um they they know how to avoid those those risks or can choose better routes just because you know you ride every day or you ride a few times a week and you just you, you know where the little shortcuts are, you know how to avoid the major roads, um, all that sort of thing. So it's about choosing, you know, safe and direct routes. But, yeah, obviously as well, there's the added change of people's travel behaviour at the time. There also seems to be more trucks out and about because yep. there's more construction happening um, while people are taking advantage of the fact that there's little traffic. I just rode down Canning Street today and I, there were about 10 trucks that passed me on the way up there and that's normally... a a safe, a safe cycling route, but you can imagine what it's like out on a major road as well if someone's trying to ride down there. Yeah, because I think construction will be facing a shutdown pretty damn soon. If you think with Google Maps, it's quite clunky, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it is clunky, and even if you get it to work, it, it sends you down unsafe or um, you know un, unsuitable routes for bikes. It might send you down a um, yeah, it, it might send you down a freeway. It might send you down a, a private road. Um, it also doesn't have a lot of the bike lane or bike path information in it, um, just because it's it, it was built first for for cars. So yeah, they've kind of added in some bike stuff later as a kind of addition to it. Uh, whereas other apps that use things like OpenStreetMap have a much more reliable and comprehensive data source for bike infrastructure. Uh, for example, a, a bi-directional bike lane. So you have a one-way street, but you have a bike lane that goes in both directions. There's quite a few of them in Melbourne. Google Maps doesn't pick up on a lot of them, whereas OpenStreetMap does. So when you put in your route and destination into Google Maps, uh, it doesn't have a lot of the necessary information that it needs to give you a good route, even if, if the algorithms were able to do that. Viruses like flu and coronavirus spread when tiny droplets from coughs and sneezes land on surfaces that others touch. You can help reduce this risk by coughing or sneezing into your elbow or upper arm. Or use a tissue and put the tissue in the bin straight after. Then wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Together, we can help stop the spread and stay healthy. Visit health.gov.au to learn more. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. A 3CR supporter. With this uh, opportunity comes um, your fantastic thing of uh, offering to help people. Now, can you talk you talk people through what you've done here? You put out a, a Google form 
And it's not just, oh, I'll help you ride from A to B. You've actually put in all these different ways that people prefer or choices. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I put up a post on my website I'm offering, it was on Monday, offering to help uh, anyone plan their journey uh, by bike. Uh, for the for the reasons mainly that I'd seen a lot of people out and about who were lost, or there were people riding down you know busy highways without bike lanes or whatever. So, um, and there were just more bikes out there in general. So I thought I could try and try and help um, by offering to plan people's journeys. So yeah, the form asks what, what's your origin, what's your destination, and it also has I think seven options or eight options about which types of roads or paths you feel safe comfortable riding on so when I'm planning their routes or recommended routes it gives me an idea of what you know what paths or roads are suitable or not some people are comfortable riding on a major road so long as there's a painted bike lane other people aren't some people only want to ride on off-road paths um, and quiet neighborhood streets and that's fine um, but yeah it, it definitely helps with that route planning so often I'll give people a couple of options um, when I'm when I'm responding to them, um, one route might be more direct, but might involve more on road cycling. Whereas one might be more indirect, but is safer because it's off the road more. Um, so all that information does help to, to plan a recommended journey. Yeah. yeah. So um, without kind of giving any identification away of people responding, because you know you want to de-identify, um, how how much response have you had to this so far? So so far I've had 70 requests. Um, I've gotten through most of them. And interestingly, there was, there was another section on the form for, for any comments or additional information. And the most interesting thing about this, I think, is that most of the people who've made requests are new riders or people who are looking to use bikes as a mode of transport as a result of the, of the pandemic situation we're in. Um, so it's, you know, there are some people who ride regularly and, you know, just wanted some and route recommendations, but most of it is people who knew, knew cyclists, basically, um, which is which is fantastic, I think, because um, that's kind of the the target audience, I suppose. Mm. And have you thought about uh, like uh, making a general thing of north, northeast, west, south routes into the city? Now, that sort of thing of like, here's your connector point here from 5K, uh, 10K, or, you know, just to give people a general thing of like they're coming out of their, their street of um, things like, you know, like you just said, Canning Street or routes coming from the west and, you know, their best way of getting around something like Footscray Road or just, you know, general sort of applications? Um, yeah, no, that, that sounds like a great idea. I mean, there are algorithms and other maps out there that give recommended routes but um yeah we can definitely look at ways to build on what's what's happened already because there's obviously a huge demand out there for information about safe riding particularly from people who are new to it mm. so as a result of this and you know this looks like it's going to be going on for many months so yeah yeah um but definitely be looking to build on on that and help people out in other ways as well For an easy way to keep up with your annual 3CR subscription, you can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card, and once a year your payment will be automatically deducted. 
You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. Keeping an eye on some of the stuff that's been happening overseas, like you know, Bogota and um, I think London as well, correct me if I'm wrong there, of, um, putting in temporary or priority uh, bicycle routes. Yes, yes, I've, I've, I've seen what's been happening there. It's very interesting. Um, also seen in New York how their uh, bike share scheme is completely booked out because so many people are using them. Um, but it seems to be yeah, it seems to be a worldwide phenomenon of increased bicycle usage. And once we get the statistics from the Vic Roads bike counters for mm. this month, um, I think that'll be really fascinating to see how bicycle volumes have been affected versus public transport volumes versus car volumes. Because uh, I suspect there are many more bikes out there. Because oh know, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah, <laughs> a lot of people have noticed more bikes. I think. Because this is the thing with the COVID-19 pandemic is that it's contact-based and we, you know, everyone's been drilled in, you know, 1.5 metres, social distancing, wash your hands, um, be careful with surfaces. And cycling, you know, for short, medium distances and a little bit of long long distances if you mix mode is perfect if you need to get around because at this point of recording we don't have a complete lockdown in the state of Victoria. So again... Uh, listen to the authorities, listen to the Victorian government, the chief medical officer for what we need to do. But until we have complete lockdown, um, cycling is probably one of the cheapest and best ways to get around. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you, you know, you don't need to go to a petrol station and interact with someone to, to get petrol. <laughs> Another example of that, there's an advantage of bikes and with far less traffic out there, it's, you know, it's more pleasant now to ride because um, there are fewer cars on the road, so it's, mm. it's actually nicer and safer. Have you noticed anything with behaviour, though? Because I noticed, like, things last week, people are a bit more agitated. Just, you know, again, if you if you knew or intending, just be a bit observant of what's going on around you. I mean, I mean that goes without saying, if you, even if you're walking at your front door. But, again, we're, we're living in, um, for want of a bit of a cliche, living in very interesting times. <laughs> Yes, I mean, well, an- an- anecdotally, I haven't noticed that much, I've said, but I know other people have made comments. Either some people have said they find people are more patient and Good. more calm um, because there's less traffic, so people don't feel like they're in a rush. Um, whereas, yeah, other people have said that they feel like there are fewer cars, but people are a little bit more, yeah, distracted or something like that. So who knows? Maybe it's just different people's experiences. Hmm. So, given this, uh, you're providing this is a free service? Yes, definitely, yeah. Okay, and how can people get in touch with you? So, uh, if they go to my website, um, which is philipmalice.com, um, I've got a page on there where with a link to the form, and you can fill out the form with where you would like your ride to start and finish and where you feel comfortable writing and another field with any other comments or information that might 
be needed. I'm happy to do multiple routes for you. Um, I've been doing that for, for some people. Some people have requested a route to work and also like a few recreational routes because they're interested in taking their kids out for a ride. So I'm, I'm happy to do that or any other requests. So um, yeah, the, like I said, the form's on, on my website um, or my Facebook page. And that's uh, Maps by Philip Manners. Yes, that's right. Great. Okay, anything else you want to add? Um, observations of what's going on in Melbourne at the moment or anything else you can think of? Um, the other thing was to um, say thank you to a few people who've actually been helping me out with the route requests because I've had so many. Um, so I've had uh, Dr Elliot Fishman um, at the Institute of Sensible Transport who's been helping me out. Um, Oscar Hayes has been helping me out and uh, David Bennett has also been helping so just like to say thanks to them because I, I had a, about 50 in a day to do and I couldn't get through them all. So oh that's great. Very generously helped. Well um, done because yeah, that's the thing is you, you were saying earlier um, you know those of us who are experienced have local knowledge and then again it's something it's not just cycling related but with apps it tends to be a little clunky with the way that it um, collects data. <laughs> And yes, sometimes yes. you just need a little bit more, you know, that human interface, that, that finessing to get it right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's um, those little, you know, shortcuts or things that local, only locals will know that, you know, no algorithm will ever pick up that makes these routes really important and makes people feel comfortable while they're riding because that's the most important thing. Mm. If people feel unsafe or uncomfortable while they're riding, particularly for the first-time riders, it's, it's hard to, to get people back into it. So all these little, uh, I guess, inf- these, these, these little pieces of data or information are, are really vital and I think that's why, you know, I think custom journey planning like this is, is uh, very important especially because we have so many new riders. And that's what most people, a lot of people were saying in their comments was, I've been interested in riding for a long time or I've wanted to do this for a while, but this has kind of been the, the nudge that's kind of led them to consider it, but they haven't felt comfortable doing it because they haven't been able to find a safe route mm. because they don't have that knowledge. So having given them a safe route, um, hopefully that is the next nudge that then you know encourages them to, to keep riding for both for this duration and also after after it's all over. Yeah, hopefully it'll be all over. I think we're going to head into a period of lockdown, but again, this thing, this this virus um, burn itself out. I'm no uh, medical expert. None of us are really at the moment, except for those who are. So listen <laughs> to the experts. Listen to, like, you know, Dr Norman Swan with his um, daily podcast on the ABC. Listen to the Chief Medical Officer or the Victorian Chief Medical Officer, um... And just keep um, informed of what's happening. Definitely. Okay, thank you so much for your time today, Philip. That's all right, thank you. If you want to find out more about planning your bike route around Melbourne, go to philipmanis.com. And that's Philip spelt with one L. And Manus, which is M-A-L-L-I-S, that's all one word, dot com, and look up Offer of Help for Planning Your Bike Journey. You can also look up Maps by Philip Manus on Facebook. There's plenty of specialist music programs to choose from on the 3CR grid. Because music... 
Explore the 3CR schedule online at 3cr.org.au. Yes, this is our vibration. Check out Music Sons Frontier. Great voices. Music matters. The Hip Sister Hop Show. The Heavy Session. The Planet X Radio Show. Satellite Skies. Shindig. Sweet Dreams. Tune in to 3CR 855 AM on your digital radio or streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Let our music make you happy. Tour de Quarantine with live images out on course of our two leaders inside their final kilometer of racing as Guy in the Orange and Lady on the e-bike have found themselves with about a 45-second lead over the chasers behind them. That means that they will stay away today and this race will be decided on the final climb of the day. And a decisive final climb it is, the Alpe de Vert, a beyond category climb with an average gradient of 2%. This is where races are won and lost and already the attack starting on the base of the climb here as the lady on the e-bike surges out of the saddle here. Guy in Orange trying to respond but he's having trouble closing the gap. He just cannot get the wheel. This looks very good for Lady on the e-bike as she goes in the final 100 meters. She's going to do it. Lady on the e-bike wins stage one of the 2020 Tour de Quarantine. Just exceptional riding, exceptional tactics there. Let's go back and take a look at the winning move. It happened right here on the switchback. You can see the power just leaping into those pedals as she gets out of the saddle and absolutely smokes Guy in Orange. That is embarrassing. If I was that guy, I would not be showing up to stage two tomorrow. All right, let's take a look at the results after stage one with Lady on the e-bike taking the top step just ahead of Guy in Orange. Questionable bike share user slipping in for third just ahead of the kid on the BMX bike and his dad. Nice to see the guy who rides his 10-speed in the rain slipping in there for sixth place. Great way to stay in shape just ahead of a couple Freds and a bike cop. Uh, yes, Guy in Orange, uh, what happened to you today? How do you feel about your result? Uh, not very happy. I think uh, I could do better. Maybe I have a bad sensation in the legs. Uh, not a lot of training this week. I spend a lot of time just in my house, uh, count my toilet paper. So uh, maybe a, a bad preparation. But tomorrow, stage two, we will see. Maybe I have a good sensation. Who knows? Well, we'll find out tomorrow on stage two of the Tour de Quarantine. We'll see you then. Okay, you're just listening to stage one of the Tour de Quarantine. And that uh, was put together by race announcer Brad Solnair. Uh, he's uh, on Twitter and YouTube. If you want to follow the subsequent stages, is up to, I think, stage seven or eight by now. His name is spelled Brad and his surname is Sonner, which is S-O-H-N-E-R. If you want to have a look at the tour de quarantine and how a lady on an e-bike is going with the current standings in the GC. You're listening to 3CR.
We really are in unprecedented times and 3CR, as your local community broadcaster, is trying to do our part to minimise the spread of the coronavirus throughout the community. At the front of our minds is protecting the most marginalised and vulnerable, but we are still here. And we'll continue broadcasting 24 hours a day with radical alternative content throughout this period, but things will sound a bit different. Some programmers will present their shows on the phone and we'll be finding creative ways to bring you our regular programming. So stay tuned, stay safe and be kind to each other. During this unprecedented time, there is a fair bit of bicycle news going on. Unfortunately, there's been a hell of a lot of events cancelled. There is talk at this point of time, when this show is going to air, that the Tour de France might go ahead but with no audience, which is kind of interesting considering it's one of the world's biggest um, participation things for people getting out on the sides of the roads and people in their millions. So it's going to be... Again, will they go ahead with it or not? Now, there's several things happening that uh, New York City, as mentioned with the interview I did with Philip, their uh, bike share scheme has been absolutely um, booked out. Uh, there's increases in cycling everywhere. Bogota, Colombia, in the UK, Mexico City. I think in Italy, they're in complete lockdown, so cycling... Um, for transport ever has been banned again if i'm incorrect uh please look that up to uh, keep keep an eye on it uh, also the chief executive of british cycling judy harrington has uh, written to their health secretary they're urging ministers to add cycling to their list of recommended activities during this outbreak and uh, last week as i also mentioned in the thing with the interview with philip we unfortunately saw two deaths in melbourne due to interactions or crashes with trucks. We desperately need stuff like that in Melbourne. That's also what I've mentioned to Philip about, you know, looking at routes for north, south, east, west for people coming into the city or across Melbourne. Uh, also in the UK, there's a hashtag, keep your commute. And Bicycle Network have got a survey monkey uh, link to, um, they're trying to gather as much information as they can about how you're finding riding around Melbourne. I will put that into the podcast. Well, brothers and sisters, what a show of strength we've got here today. Local issues. So I'm here at the school, kids strike for climate action. Live coverage. Join the, the spirit of this gathering here today at IMARC. Your voices. So give us a bit of a lowdown about what's happening. There's about 200 people here at the moment. Community struggles. We're now in front of the uh, Tundaminawaya Mōbōhina Monument. I'd like to thank Community Radio 3CR, who for the last decade has been broadcasting here. Feed Radical Radio, your membership is vital. A few hundred people about to pass us right now. Lots of young people standing up for their future. Subscribe today. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 
this week's Yarra Bicycle User Group radio program should be podcast soon on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio if you want to find additional details of what we discussed today. These podcasts are produced at Melbourne's activist radio station 3CR. Presenters are all volunteers and 3CR's existence depends upon the financial support of our listeners. Go to 3cr.org.au, click on the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. Your subscription or donation keeps 3CR on air. Three CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. To find out more, Google Vacro or drop into the underground car park. Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. Yeah, get on that bicycle and ride. Neath the sunny skies or along the ocean side. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.